This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha Ha Laugh Funny Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. We'll go check, Nibo. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I am joined by a guest you remember if you've listened to the podcast for a while. It is Jordana Abraham. Hey, Jordana. Hi, Dylan. Thanks for having me back. I'm so excited to be here. Of course, it, it's got me nostalgic for those spring Jersey Thursdays or Wednesdays or whatever days those were, but they were good days. <laughs> uh, I'm ex- I like miss Jersey. You know, when you like when you've forgotten about someone and then you just see it and I'm like, I could use I wish sometimes I wish it was like real time because we're watching Beverly Hills and it's like Christmas and it just feels like yeah harder to relate. <laughs> right. And then six months from now, it'll be summer at the Jersey Shore on Bravo. <laughs> exactly. There we are gearing up for Teresa's wedding and she had her shower over the weekend. Um, all the ladies from the show were in attendance, including Melissa, including Margaret, including Jackie. Um, and also Ashley Darby from Potomac was there, which I random. <laughs> I was actually when I saw the picture of Ashley, I was like, oh, maybe it was like a whole housewives thing, but I have not seen any other non Jersey housewives. Uh, in attendance from that shower so I'm like okay maybe she was just in town yeah or maybe I yeah was there any other evidence of their friendship besides her just being at her shower I I mean not that I'm aware of and we actually know that a fair number of housewives were invited to Teresa's wedding because back when Ramona posted the invite on her Instagram, people were like going to the wedding website and you could search oh, for yeah. RSVPs. And so it's like, we know that all the the girls trip ladies were invited. We know that, you know, there were quite a few housewives on the invite list, but I'm not sure Ashley Darby is. I don't, I don't know her connection with Teresa. She didn't password protect her website. She did, but Ramona posted the, the oh, picture password. of the invite. Yeah. With the password oh, on it. <laughs> so it was like a mad dad for like, <laughs> For like 12 hours, people were like, like searching all the names, all the possible names on the website, trying to see who was invited. And then the site got taken down. It's like, oh, that's amazing. Remote. They're probably RSVPing on behalf of them to like get her angry, like right, pretending like, all these people weren't coming. Hello, this is Danielle Staub and I will be attending the wedding, whether <laughs> I'm invited or not. <laughs> exactly. She writes her name in as the guest of someone <laughs> random who was given an end guest. Imagine, imagine the world-ending chaos of if you were invited to Teresa Judice's wedding and you brought Danielle Staub as your plus one. Oh my god I mean thankfully I'm sure there will be a camera crew there so like I would the fu- love that. The thing is like I feel like Danielle would be down like she would she would participate in that plan. A hundred percent like I feel like she's she might already be thinking of it. When is she, the wedding? It is in like maybe next weekend like the 12th or oh, something. Wow. It's coming up soon. It is ready to go. Did Teresa have a bachelorette? Um, I feel like 
I feel like yes, but my brain is like letting me down. But they've been filming all summer. So I have right. a feeling this season of Jersey will be very like we're celebrating Teresa week after week after week, which, you know, depending how you feel, maybe that'll be your dream season or a little less. <laughs> I'm I'm sure. I can't believe um, she invited Margaret to the shower. So like things must have turned. It is. Yeah. It's a little strange because Margaret and Jackie were in such a bad place with Teresa by the end of this season. And you do have to wonder, it's like, sometimes you're like, okay, are we all just like, pretending to get along because we have to do another season of the show together because like right in real life it's like i wouldn't want these bitches at my wedding you just wouldn't speak to them anymore right Right. but it's like if there are you know 14 group events throughout the season and four of them are wedding related maybe you just have to suck it up and everybody gets an invite you've just got to attend yeah it was i don't know if you're uh keeping up with real housewives of dubai but last week was caroline stanbury's wedding on the show and it was really funny to me because they made it seem like the wedding was this event that everybody was going to go to and then half the cast went to the wedding and half the cast went to support chanel ion in the fashion show that she was walking in on the same day and i'm like wait are these like two things of equal importance because right (laughs) i wonder how it works like contractually like you get to pick one. You have to go to one. Like I, yeah. I always wonder how these contracts works work with like attendance of these gatherings or filming. I think on Dubai, my guess is everybody went to the engagement party, which was like two days before the wedding, and I think maybe that was more of like the filming event, and then only the people that were like actually friends with her went to the wedding. Uh, but it's it's all unspoken because of course they're not going to break the fourth wall and be like. Okay, engagement party, full cast event, wedding, right. wedding, Caroline's favorite too. The other three, you're released to go to the fashion show. Like I sometimes know. I wish we could see like the planning document where they keep track of all of it, but sometimes you get like a little glimpse on Watch What Happens Live, but not right. When usually. they're like, Well, I mean, I wasn't like I didn't like choose not to go to the wedding. I just like wasn't I didn't. I wouldn't have gone to <laughs> Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, not everything is as shady as it comes across on the show, but sometimes it's even shadier. <laughs> what do you think of the whole season? I truthfully, I've sort of like fallen off of Dubai. I, I watched the first couple episodes. I was like kind of into it. And then I don't know. I got a little bored. Uh, I think that's a pretty common experience. I've been keeping up with it. I think it's one of those shows where it's not, at least in my opinion, I don't think it's bad in any major way. I don't think it's the worst show ever. I don't think there is some like key reason why we shouldn't be watching it. I just think they it hasn't quite had that like secret sauce of really mm-hmm. being exciting to keep up with week to week. I do think eh, the last couple episodes I've I've enjoyed, there was like a little more drama and I am curious to see how they do at their reunion because they've been very online and you know very reactive while the show has been airing and so i'm like okay maybe now that they kind of have a taste for the experience of like being housewives i could see them kind of like coming to play at the reunion but who knows i mean first time first season reunions are always it's like none of us have ever done this before so i don't know totally sometimes season two is like better than season one because people sort of get it and then they can come back in a better more interesting way i feel like um I mean, Dallas was kind of like that, RIP. But. Yeah. It, that is interesting. Dallas, I feel like the the second they canceled it, people like forgot it existed. But they did have two or three seasons in the middle yeah. there that were really, I 
I enjoyed Dallas a lot for a couple of years. And I think you're you're totally right. Like their season one was kind of like, okay, whatever. But then season two, like something clicked into place and it's like, oh, this is like batshit crazy. Right. Yeah. I enjoyed Dallas for a few seasons, but it seemed bit kind of random with the timing for their cancellation, but maybe they, they needed to free up some budget for Dubai. <laughs> I know. I um actually yesterday I spoke to Reza from Shaws of Sunset. If you uh, want to subscribe, that interview will be coming out next week. But he was talking about how um, their show kind of got put on pause slash canceled right around the time the Dubai announcement happened. And he was kind of like, <laughs> oh, you found your new, uh, your new more, more shiny Middle Eastern <laughs> destination. <laughs> True. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I it's... imagine it must be very expensive to film in Dubai. I like, I would think so. And right. I remember hearing when they would talk about bringing Ladies of London back, that was something I always heard was that it was one of the most expensive shows on Bravo. And I don't know exactly what played into that, but I it seems to me like Dubai would probably have some of the same cost associations. I mean, even just the fact that they've been flying them in for Watch What Happens Live and for the reunion and all of this stuff. I've actually been pleasantly surprised how much they've been in new york been, because- yeah. <laughs> me too i'm like every ticket to dubai is extremely expensive like i can't i don't i don't know how they do it and takes like a full day so i know we're about to have um we're about to have another dubai lady uh in betches hq later today so <laughs> oh well guys stay tuned to to find out who i know there's be. there's just exciting interviews dropping left know, and right <laughs> left and right we had marlo on Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to over 
overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want. With tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences, every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. The biggest news, though, that I want to discuss with you that happened this week is that Taylor Armstrong is officially joining Real Housewives of Orange County, becoming the first housewife to jump franchises. And we know now that she's going to be a friend of on this season, season 17, and joining Tamra, joining Heather, joining Shannon. Uh, What is your what is your initial reaction to this? I'm excited. You know, I really liked I don't know if I liked Taylor, but I thought she was like an intriguing character on Beverly Hills. And then she obviously had like a lot of tragic stuff happening and then left. And that was like good for her um, and kind of like seemed like a healthier move. Um, And but I always thought she had like a good storyline. She was sort of a good mix of like vulnerability and imperfection, but also like really trying to be part of the crew. Mm. Um, So I thought she was she made great TV and I'm excited to see her back. What do you think? I am pretty much in the same boat as you. I think when when she was announced as a cast member on Ultimate Girls Trip, it felt a little out of left field, mainly because it's been a long time since she was on Beverly Hills. And she really, she wasn't one of those housewives who left the show and kind of like kept up a media career. You know, it's not like a Jill Zarin or an Eva or, you know, some of these other housewives where they're always kind of like, on the fringes like Taylor was barely even active on Instagram for a long time. And so you kind of, you weren't really seeing her out and about. She wasn't showing up at daily mail events and all of this stuff. And so I think going into girls trip, it was kind of like, does she even really want to do this anymore? Does Mm -hmm. she know kind of what the assignment is at this point? And on girls trip, I was pleasantly surprised because she really like two different times in a week. She brought up these issues back from when she was on Beverly Hills with Brandy. And like, that was kind of like unexpected to me. I was like, Oh, like I didn't know we were going to be talking about like the Adrian Malouf surrogate situation. Like this, (laughs) this is uh, interesting. Like we're talking about game night all of a sudden and like Brandy's behavior. And I'm like, Oh, you have, you are like still in gear and like, you know, clearly have come prepared with things to talk about. So I, I'm excited because I do think she clearly still gets the, you know, gets what the game is. I am a little curious though, to see her with women that she doesn't have that history with because on girls trip, her kind of biggest moments came from talking about stuff that happened nine years ago with Brandy. And so Mm -hmm. now it's like, okay, so how are you going to react to Heather Dubrow who maybe you've met, you know, once or twice at a, at an event, but like you don't have that background. I'm interested to see how she has changed over the years. I had, I truthfully, I haven't watched ultimate girls trip, 
but I feel like she had such a an interesting storyline, mm. and I kind of want to see what Kennedy's up to. Oh my god, there you was know? like one in the first episode of Girls Trip when they show them like packing to leave. There's like one brief clip with Kennedy. She's like 15 now. She's like fully. Oh my god. A, a, like a young woman <laughs> it is wild like to, the flashback of her like on the horse at the birthday party it's like oh my god we're so old and she's ma- yeah. i mean taylor is has been remarried for a while now she lives in orange county so we've never we've never really gotten to know her new husband at all we don't know kennedy you know really as a real person at all and so i think that's i don't know how much we'll see if she's a friend of but it is it will be interesting to see her kind of like at home versus girls trip is such a, you know, constructed environment and you're being like thrown in with these, you know, random assortment of women. So it'll be, I'll be curious to see kind of how she operates more in her, like in her own environment. Totally. And I hope we do get to see some of that because I think it'll be, we haven't really seen that on the show where you've had um, a housewife and her child, I think mostly who grew up sort of like, she was like on the camera. She was on camera. You had this like super tragic thing that happened sort of like adjacently to filming this. Then she goes like, you know, I, th- I thought it was very good that she sort of fell off the grid. I was like, okay, this seems like a healthier move, especially for this child. And mm-hmm. now we're, I mean, I, again, I, I don't know if she's going to be on it, but I, I hope we get to see Kennedy and sort of like who she's become having had this childhood, which we all got to witness and then took like a 10 year break from. Right. It's yeah, it is. And, you know, so much of her time on the show on Beverly Hills was this like emotionally volatile period of her life and watching her go through this really like horrible series of events. And so now, 10 years later, seeing her maybe in a little bit more of a like peaceful state, it's like, totally. maybe, you know, maybe she can uh, she can get in there and have more drama because she's not focused on what's happening at home. And we get Tamara back. I know. I'm very excited about Tamara. It's the right, I think it's the right move. And, you know, I don't want to know what Vicky is thinking to herself these days, but. Do you know why Vicky and Tamara were kicked off? Like when they um, were? I think, I, I don't think it's something where there really is necessarily like one concrete answer. I think they just. They were making a lot of money, and I think it was probably appealing to free up those salaries. And I think with maybe with Vicky more than with Tamara, there was a feeling that she had kind of run her course on the show, mm-hmm. which I, you know, in Vicky's case, I, for the most part, agree with. But yeah, I mean, I think it just they had both been on for a long time, and I think maybe Bravo pulled the trigger on that cast shakeup, or quicker than they should have, because. I think the the tricky thing about anytime you're going to do a cast shakeup like that is that if you're getting rid of these heavy hitter type of people, it can work, but you have to have the infrastructure in place by like when they leave, you have to know that you're going to have the right replacements there. And I think that was the issue is they thought it was going to be Kelly Dodd. They thought it was going to be Shannon and, you know, whoever else kind of like taking up the mantle and it just didn't. Right. It wasn't it the pieces didn't come together without Vicky and Tamara. And so, you know, they gave it a couple seasons, they made some tweaks, and I think now they're it feels like they're going to for a little more of like an old school OC vibe, bringing in Tamara, bringing in Taylor, having Heather and Shannon like 
I feel like at the very least, maybe it won't be the best season ever, but I'm excited to watch all those women interact with each other. I agree. I think they did have like a really solid cast with some good chemistry and also like infighting Um, a good mix of like we like each other, but we also hate each other, which I think is sort of the secret sauce. Um, Mm -hmm. I kind of wish they would bring back Megan King Edmonds because I feel like I always see her in the news and like her life seems wildly chaotic and I would love to see that play out on screen. People bring her up from time to time. I don't even know like... It's hard for me to tell. Does she even live in California right now? She For a I'm while, clear. she was back in St. Louis. She still has the kids. She got divorced from Joe Biden's she was, nephew. Right. She was married to Biden's <laughs> nephew and then got divorced from him. And then now is fighting, I think, again with Jimmy. I guess she's just now Megan King for yeah. many years now. But that whole scandalous thing, like that wasn't on camera. That would have been like, uh, I don't know. That would have been like amazing TV. Yeah. And then there's, there's still rumors slash sources i don't know that alexis bolino might be back next season which i i'm on the record as being very down for (laughs) we'll see what (laughs) happens but yeah there's some great oc alums that i think there's like a a bunch of people to choose from that would really um make the show really interesting i i do think last season felt weird like not in a good way yeah (laughs) i think well i think it was it was almost like they they thought bringing Heather back would kind of be the like magic potion to just like fix everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like Heather. I think she had a fine season. I don't think it was like so awful as some people want to say it was, but like it wasn't, I don't think it was giving what they thought it was going to. And, you know, they had two new housewives who just didn't quite click. I, I mean, you can, I think there was an argument for Noella to get a second season, but you you know, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't like a smashing success last season. And I like that they're being proactive about, you know, taking steps to try and fix it. Totally. It seems like, you know, it's a harder move to be like, okay, maybe we messed up. And like, we're going to kind of like, because by hiring these people back, you're sort of saying like, okay, we kind of needed them. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I mean, with, with Taylor and with Tamara, both, coming on to OC, it's like, damn, so I guess this season of Girls Trip really was like the audition process. Because that was, you know, when they did the ex-wives club casting, obviously the natural thing is like, okay, like all these women want to come back. And, you know, pretty quickly we have two that have have succeeded in a way. And so it'll be, it'll definitely be interesting to see whether there are more success stories from Girls Trip. It's like the Hunger Games. It's like, Whoever, whoever wins the like most interesting chaotic story, like then we'll, we'll let you back into the the franchise. So funny. You volunteered as tribute to go into (laughs) Bluestone Manor. (laughs) Whoever comes out alive and without like a complete mental breakdown gets to come back to the show. Yeah. I, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I think if any, like Dorinda seemed like the surest thing at the beginning and I think maybe even hurt her chances because people just were not loving her on girls trip but we'll see maybe Phaedra will move to Dubai um yeah I kind of like this it's like it feels like Disney World all the characters are like connected now like they all know each other I'm like it does feel like an alternate universe of being one of these housewives like the fact that they're all now like you know um see each other Right. 
If I had like billions of dollars, maybe I would build like a a like magic kingdom, but it's all, you know, there's like Potomac land. Exactly. <laughs> Hotlanta. <laughs> like take a ride and like you you go into a soothing experience where you, it's like the casserole massage you can get at the resort spa. Is that uh, what make you wanted? Or the the family van roller coaster. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For six people only. Fit six people. There's like a like a dune buggy ride that's like OC themed as well. Just yes. lots of lots of vehicles for for OC. so much that you could do. I would definitely be there. I would pay. There uh, there could be a below deck water park, you know. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Seriously, if anyone's listening, Andy Cohen. Yeah, if Bravo there can be like a BravoCon extension that's like a full theme park. I'm sure that's in the budget. Totally. You can take a picture with like all the the, the old the you know the old monumental thing with the you get to take a picture with the Morgan letters but no touching. I went to the Morgan Library in New York for the first time a few weeks ago. It's like it's like a little museum type of thing, and I posted it on my story. And the amount of responses I got about like, don't touch the letters, don't touch them. That was an amazing se- that whole season. I think whenever that was like one of the best seasons I think of all time of all of the. The one is that the one where Luann had the cabaret and like they had that dinner where everyone had the breakdown in Florida. Yes, the the life is not a cabaret. Yeah, I'm drinking Luann. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just everything. It there was makes, a, a vulture. Yeah. There was actually a vulture article that just came out, or not just came out. Came out like last year with like the 100 most unforgettable moments, mm. and it was like a amazing trip down memory lane. I love those types of things, and. Like when random things come up like that about New York, especially, it's just like, wow, I miss the way things were. I right. it's 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 crazy that it's been almost a year since we last had an episode of New York, and there's just like no news on the horizon about legacy or reboot or anything. I'm like, wow, we had it, we had it so good for so long, and now we're just like in no man's land. I know, and the drop was so quick. I feel like there were many years where it was like truly extremely entertaining like that episode with the luann cabaret was what like three years ago maybe like and then there was just a it just fell from 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 the heights i don't know yeah i mean there really was only there was only one season of new york that was like bad before it got scrapped essentially like because season the season 12 the numbers are hard but like season 12 was when leah came bethany left they had their you know trip to morocco where dorinda was being a nightmare or not morocco mexico um they had like you know tinsley leaving on her you know fairy tale journey to go to chicago but like the like the season last year with you know with ebony and when they brought heather back like that was the only season that was really like not not up to par yeah, that was the only season where you were like, eh, this is, I'm not really interested in any of these, like, plot lines, and it feels like a little forced, and it doesn't feel like anyone here would really hang out with each other. Yeah, so, you know, you never know. I mean, like, OC, we're on, like, rebuilding year three or something, so yeah. it's like, we gotta get, we gotta get it together for There's New York. There's hope, <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I do want to get some of your thoughts about Beverly Hills this season because I don't I don't think we've sat down and chatted about it. Um, how are you liking this season? What's your what's your take on Beverly Hills generally? I like it. I think last season was like the season. Like mm-hmm. it was I don't know if it's if it's quite comparable to that. But as Beverly Hills seasons go, I think it's like it has it's going well. I'm really intrigued. The reason I'm like sticking around really excited about it is because I want to see the Kathy Hilton drama, mm. which hasn't happened yet. But I'm that to me is the most interesting part. I it is funny knowing that there is like some Kathy darkness on the horizon, seeing her come back these last couple episodes and fully still leaning into the like kooky Kathy persona where, yeah. you know, her first scene is the with the caviar baked potato, potato and she's wearing the sunglasses inside the house and she doesn't know how to work her phone. And then she goes to Diana's Christmas party and she's like, you know, oh, you know, you know, Paris, like, you know. <laughs> She is very much, you could tell that like once those, once she finally signed the contract for this season, she was like, great, I'm put me back in coach. I'm going to do exactly what I did last season. And people fucking loved it. We, you know, they were putting, we put her sayings on coasters, you know, like Dory, that whole, yeah. yeah. And it's, it is kind of, there's like this weird, like, switch in your brain watching it knowing that it's going to kind of crumble Mm -hmm. any you know a few episodes down the road it's looking for hints (laughs) right it's like okay like where where is it gonna go wrong like where's she gonna where's she gonna lose the thread of what she's supposed to be portraying on this show and like there's it's almost a little bit it's a little bit thrilling knowing that she's like 
it's going to unravel at some point. I'm really excited for it to unravel. I like really want to see it go down. And that's a big part of it for me. The other stuff I feel like is already like, like the, the Sutton Erica stuff I feel like is a little bit kind of like a continuation of last season. It doesn't interest me that much. It kind of seems like a more mellow version of whatever was going on there, like leftovers from that season. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's been it's been funny in the last few weeks to watch their dynamic sort of thaw with each other, like started in the trip in Mexico where they're mm-hmm. talking about each other's bumble dates and, you know, kind of cutting up with each other a little bit at the table. And there's it's like a little uncomfortable because you're like, I don't I don't think you guys actually are like friends in any meaningful way. Right. But it's like you've you're just like thrown in the room together enough times that it's like you'd I like I guess you'd rather kind of laugh together than just be right. awkward. I don't it's always strange on these shows when it's like I know you guys aren't like friends, but you're getting along like is that strategic? Is that mm-hmm. I don't know. It's always weird. Well it's like how many times can you rehash the same thing mm-hmm. about like the fight? Like we know why you don't like each other And but you're going to be continue filming and the audience can only take so many like of the same fight over and over again. So I think it's sort of interesting how they're like kind of in kind of out. But also I'm ready for a new I'm ready for a new plot. Right. And instead of talking about Erica's legal issues as of late, we've been focusing on Erica's, um, as Kyle would say, letting loose and you know having fun as garcelle would say you know alcoholism (laughs) um so it it is a little bit like there's no kind of like new developments happening on the legal front so instead we're free to focus on the fact that erica is getting like obliterated at every cast event while also talking about how great her antidepressants are and it's like yeah this is a little bit it's a little bit questionable Oh my god, I lo- I loved when they were like, "Why hair extensions?" And she's like, "Well, I've been wearing them for years." I'm like, "Is that qualify you to have a hair extension line because you wear them? Like, you're not a hair. She's not a hairstylist. It was just very funny. She's like, "I've been wear. I've worn all different kinds, and that's why I'm qualified to have a hair extension line." That is, I mean, it, it's just like the the pinnacle of like a self-centered take on entrepreneurship where you're like, listen, I've worn shoes almost every day of my life. (laughs) I would say that I have worn shoes thousands of times. Totally. (laughs) It's very like Trumpy. Like no one knows shoes better than I do. I wear them every day. So Jordana, why would I not make a shoe? (laughs) It's like, it's like, duh, I've worn extensions for years. So, and also it's like, Isn't it obvious? The thought that it's like her, not only has she been wearing extensions, okay, I guess you you probably know like what works better, maybe. But like the hubris of thinking that it's like your extensions are like, your extension game is so good that like everybody else is going to want it. And I'm going back to when Erica was on Watch What Happens Live a couple months ago. I really hate, I don't want to like, I never like to harp on anyone's appearance, you know, whatever. But she... She was doing the like watch what happens live thing where they like walk on the runway, but it's just like the hallway at watch what happens live. And she does like a 360 spin and you can just like 
fully see the tracks of extensions yeah. in the back of her head. And then there was another photo like out on the sidewalk after Watch What Happens Live, like people were taking pictures of her. And again, it's just like you can Bad see extensions. like the entire <laughs> extension line. And it's like, this is your thing. You're right. you're you're on the show being like, I am the extension girl. And you I like me never having worn hair extensions in my life can look at the photo for a split second and be like, that's not what that's supposed to look like. Exactly. It made no sense. It just goes to show, I think, her ego, which really like plays into the way she handles all the other legal stuff. Um, how are you feeling about Diana? Uh, I mean, Diana Jenkins at this point is kind of like persona non grata. I feel like <laughs> she obviously she's going to be on the rest of the season Right. I assume, I hope she goes to the reunion because, you know, I never want anybody to skip a reunion. But, like, I just feel like ev- like everybody a month ago just kind of, like, collectively said, like, yeah, that's mm. a nope for me. And I, yeah. I don't really think there's any path back for her this season. I mean, the without even taking into account the cringe stuff that happened on social media with the, you know, the black content creator you know that's a whole separate it, thing yeah. but even the just on the stuff. show yeah. on the show it's like I, I don't I'm not buying what she's selling and I don't think totally the whole way she handled her issues she's with like Sutton, icky feeling yeah and th- yeah. the way she handled her stuff with Sutton look I think Sutton is not always the most effective communicator I think she can sort of step in it sometimes but the way Diana was kind of handling that situation it just felt like unnecessarily mean yeah and it felt like like mean for no reason right and like the the scene when she and sutton went to lunch or drinks or whatever and she's you know she's wearing that ill-fitting baseball cap it's like why did you why did you agree to that meeting if there was zero percent of you that was interested in hearing an apology or making an apology or even having any kind of productive conversation. It's like, I don't need you guys to be best friends. It would be weird if you were, but like, if you're not interested in participating in the, the narrative of laying down our differences and moving forward, like, why are we here? Yeah. Or even like when she gave her that hug and then she was like, I didn't mean it. It's Mm. like, that's not a way to get people. That's like an unlikable thing to. Yeah stance to have yeah and it's it's been frustrating to watch on the show and on social media erica and rinna and maybe to a lesser extent dorit and kyle sort of welcome her into their fold of friendship Mm -hmm. when it's like this girl like kind of sucks and not only does the audience think that she sucks but like i feel like if you actually took a step back in your own interactions with her, it's like, Rina, like, why are you so eager to be like, Diana Jenkins? Oh, like, girl, you're, you're crushing it. And then you're like, but then you're like dragging Sutton for filth every time you see her. It's like, why? why? Right. Why is that? Well, like, why is that the route that you think is the, the right choice? I I don't know. It's, I mean, yeah, Rina, the people that, that Rina clings to are like, I don't understand her logic in being like, this is who I want to align with, but right. she continuously f- kind of does it. The fact that Rinna's like two best friends in the group at this point by choice are Erica and Diana. It's like, what, what's the strategy? Like, what is the goal? 
I feel like they brought on Diana thinking that she would be like a new Yolanda Foster because she has like mm. a lot of those kinds of vibes of like, you know, I married very rich. I'm, you know, I'm, I have like sort of like a, an immigrant like backstory and like, I don't know if it was like Yolanda was like a rags to riches kind of thing, but I think they thought she would be, and Yolanda is definitely not like the most likable person ever, but I think she was a lot more likable than Diana. They both give off like international woman of mystery. Yes. <laughs> like, like where do they come from? How do they have any money? What's right? Like, like the accents a little bit like hard to pin down. Like, <laughs> like love their family, but like almost like you're like to the point where is there something weird going on there? Yeah. And you know, thank thank God we get Asher's beautiful music. To Musical guest. He's, he's the new David Foster. <laughs> oh God, no! It brought me back to when David when they when she invited everyone over yeah. for David Foster to play like the music with I forgot what musical guest it was and ever and someone was interrupting and he was very upset it might have been Taylor Armstrong someone was like singing and he was very uh yeah they were very annoyed about it we better get Dorit better get boy George back in here she's being upstaged by Asher seriously <laughs> um but yeah I I don't know I think Rina just is flailing a little bit and she just uh she posted on Instagram that she's launching a line of uh, French wines. Rinna, Rinna wine. I don't need wine from Rinna. As much I as I need, like, I don't need hair extensions from America. I would, I would be much more likely to purchase, like, a lipstick from Lisa Rinna than a wine, for example. Yeah. Something lip related. It's weird that she went down that route. Or yeah, she already but, has Rinna, Be- Rinna Beauty. Yeah, she I did Rinna... Yeah. She did Rinna Beauty last year. And like that to me, I'm like, okay, yeah, she has like her lips are a thing. Like, okay, do a lipstick. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still a little bit kind of in the Erica hair extension line <laughs> sphere, but I wear yeah. lipstick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, I have lips. <laughs> Why not um, me? But yeah, so now we're getting Rinna Wines, and I'm sure that will be launched just in time for cameras to be rolling on next season. <laughs> Rinna's vineyard party. Yeah, she's like, she's like, I'm inviting every, all of my closest girlfriends, minus Sutton, to, <laughs> to this intimate party. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just like, okay, I guess, sure, we'll do wines. And then Erica can drink too much, and there's the, there's the plot. Exactly. Yeah, Erica can again like berate Garcelle's children at the at the Rinna Wines launch party. <laughs> what was your what was your take on on that situation? Because it felt like, I just feel like I understood why Garcelle was so upset about it. And the fact that there's this kind of like push from certain people in the cast to be like, oh, it's just Erica. She's just, she's just like Liz. About like Garcelle's birthday? Yeah. Birthday? Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, I think it's, I, I hate when people use the medication excuse as the excuse for doing something messed up while drinking because I think it's like so lame because <laughs> it sounds like something you would do almost when you were like 17 you're like you know what I mean I don't um, I'm like a I'm not I, was, I wasn't supposed to like I don't think it really has that much of an effect and I'm not mm. a doctor so don't quote me on it but I just hate that as an excuse just like just own the be and she did kind of own the behavior where she was like she did apologize and did say Garcelle was a great mom but it's just the kind of thing where I do agree if it was said to someone else, it would be a much like they would definitely freak out and it would be a bigger thing. Like if yeah. she said that, I mean, Kyle doesn't have any sons, but if she, if someone said that to one of her daughters, 
I think she would be very, very angry. Yeah, I think that that was the main thing for me is it in the obviously I think Erica knew she messed up whatever but like in the re- response to it it felt a little bit um double standard hypocritical that it was like mm-hmm. no like you would absolutely be pissed off if this if the roles were reversed. Yeah, I mean I think they showed a clip where it was like they showed someone said something about it. Even for Erica's son, someone said something about cops or something mm, back yeah. in the day maybe it was Kim Richards or something and she like freaked out. So clearly they're all very sensitive about that. Right. With Erica, it's like, how dare you even like make reference to the fact that I have a son, let alone <laughs> like or like speaking to him in that way in person, which would never happen. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I I like you said, I'm very excited for the Aspen trip, which at this point seems like it's gotta be sooner rather than later. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what are we now? Mid-season? Quarter of the season way through? How many episodes have there been? I think there's been like uh, 11 or 12-ish. Okay. When does Winterhouse come on? Uh, Probably not until last year. It was in October. Oh, wow. We've got a bit. I know. I mean, they must be midway through filming Summer House, so we'll see. Uh, Yeah. All right. Uh, Well, Jordana... Always a pleasure. Thank you so much for stopping by. Remind everyone where they can listen to you, etc. Um, you can li- you can follow me at Jordana Abraham. You can listen to the You Up podcast and Oversharing podcast anywhere that you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify. Um, and thanks so much for having me. I I hope to be back after Aspen. Of course. Uh, Obviously, open invitation anytime, Jordana. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Um, As I mentioned before, we have some exciting interviews coming up. So make sure you are subscribed slash following the podcast wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.